0: Yes, let's testify and give glory to God. Who would like to go first? Thank you, Lord.
1: Brother Vivi, okay,
2: brother.
0: You go first. Yeah. Yes, thanks, Ali. Please, can you please put a hand up so I mean, Russell can see who's there and then we can go in order. Keep your testimony short so that today we are going to have a lot of testimonies, so everyone can be testifying. Thank you. Yes, brother. Go ahead. Uh,
1: I like to thank the I like to thank and praise the Lord for His just glory. And His breath to all, and makes that makes us wake up every morning, and have a good restful and restorative sleep at night. I like to thank His peace and grace upon us, and and our life His word that is in me for us. <clears throat> Even though sometimes uh, I can be vulnerable and uncertain with all things that going on and all the worries and, you know with our, with families. You know, when the families get um, uh, have troubles and stuff like that, you can't sort of like it, like you're affected. But I like the teachings of the word, of the emotions that they, that does not get to me now and too much. I like to um, have that time with God at all times because it is written. Uh, Greater is my Jesus in me than the enemy that is in the world. It keeps on coming up, Just even to recite all the. I am um, um, blessed with this group for reciting um, the the word of God. I confess boldly, that um, transcends right through our days, and and it just sets the uh, the the power and the peace going in all our groups. So I think I like to thank the Lord, and I thank these wonderful testimonies that keeps me inspired and always will and keeps the light in our lives to share with our family and our children and their children's children. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Holy Spirit. I thank you, Jesus. I thank all the Holy Spirit pray group.
0: Thank you, Ani. Thank you,
3: Jesus. Good evening, brothers and sisters, in the yep. name of Christ. I thank the Lord for blessing us with this new life when and blessing the night we were sleeping and God was awake, He was t- taking care of all of us. I thank you and praise you, Lord, Lord. As I made my Holy Spirit my prayer partner, Lord Jesus, I agree, Lord Jesus. We agree that whatever I've lifted lifted at your feet of the cross, Lord, everything be, has been answered, Lord Jesus. Amen, Lord. Lord, thank you for your love, grace, mercy that you have blessed me and my family and all this prayer group and all other prayer groups, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. You're always there, Lord. You are my strength, Lord Jesus. And without you, I'm nothing, Lord Jesus. We are nothing, Lord. I thank you. Praise you, Lord. Glorify your name, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise the Lord.
0: Thank you, you, Jesus.
4: But can i say yeah yeah go ahead thank you yeah pray jesus today i just want to celebrate jesus in everything he has done i had a long long standing issue about my flat back home about the sale deed which is nearly six years now and the sale deed was not done i used to call the builder every time and he used to just like delay and um a few months back, I had an argument with him and he said to me, like, um, I'll throw your things out from the flat and I'll throw the amount, whatever you paid in your flat. You don't know me. I'm a builder and this and that. So I had sent a message to Brother Russell to make an agreement prayer with me. And uh, as Brother Russell prayed with me. <clears throat> And during that time, he asked me, like, to, if you have anything to ask for forgiveness, ask for forgiveness, anything against anybody. And I sent a message to this builder saying, I'm sorry for whatever, like, if I've said anything to you, uh, please forgive me. And after that, like, I asked the Holy Spirit, like, if there are any, anything that I need to ask for forgiveness. And then the Holy Spirit reminded me, the flat old flat, which I had sold like uh, to a person, um a sale deed was not done of that flat, that land conversion was not done of that flat, but still he had taken the flat from me, and that same amount I had paid for this flat. so it came to my mind like uh, it must be something like I have done wrong, so I asked my sister, I called her, and i we both made an agreement prayer, and i and I said to the Lord, like whatever it is, like, um, just help these people for the land conversion and all of them get their flats done. And uh, like, uh, I don't know if it is the same day or two days later, the person who had taken the flat from me, they send me a, a photocopy of a, a land conversion the people are trying to do. After nearly 25 years, the flat conversion is to be done now. And I thank the Lord and I thank you, brother Russell for the agreement prayer. And today I couldn't hold my testimony. Today my new flat agreement is signed by my sister on behalf of me.
0: Praise God. Thank you.
4: Jesus. Uh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, brother, brother Russell. Thank you, brother Vivek for everything for this prayer group. I thank, can't thank enough oh, for my Lord what he has done. After six years, I've got the sale date done.
0: Amen. Thank Lord you, Jesus.
4: All, praise glory Jesus. To God.
0: all glory to God. All
5: Thank
4: glory, you. all glory and praise honor to God. Thank you. Okay. Thank
5: you. Yes, Sister Jenny
6: has praise a hand Jesus. up. Yes, yeah. praise Jesus, Vivek uh, and Russell and the entire Brisbane uh, uh, team. Uh, I'd like to praise and glorify God on this beautiful day, a joyful day, that uh, for all the blessings, for all the graces and mercies he's bestowed upon me and my family, uh, for all the miracles and, uh, the, you know, the wonders that we see in our day-to-day life. Uh, in a special way, I'd like to thank God for my daughter's passport. Uh, we had given her passport for renewal, and it was delayed for unknown reasons. Uh, and, you know, my son's passport came immediately the next day, but my daughter's passport took very long. And I did not fret about it. I did not get tensed about it. But in my daily prayers, I would just lift this intention up. And today, by the grace of God, just five minutes back, my mother's messaged me saying that her passport has come. And I praise and thank God for going ahead of us and leveling all the mountains and, you know, working wonders and miracles in our lives. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Abba Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit.
0: Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. my testimony. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. We all have to testify.
5: i just like to give praise and thanks to my God, my Father, for, for the privilege of just being part of this prayer group, calling me by name to be here. I mean, he could have called the 7 billion people on this earth. Yet he, he chooses to call certain people specifically by name to come and be with him, to be a part of his kingdom and to offer that free gift of salvation, which we don't deserve. I'm just grateful and thankful today and this week in particular has been a challenging week and the last few weeks actually overall uh, it has been testing times on my health as well and a couple of days just, just yesterday not a couple of days ago just yesterday early morning the early hours around two thirty am I had to rush to hospital with health conditions severe pain in the back as well and a few symptoms and then was there in the hospital for most of the day came back yesterday evening recovered. It's still it's it's still in process, still under medications. But uh, the word says he says it says has he said it? Will he not do it? For he who promised is faithful, and we just hold on to that that particular word. Thank you, Lord, that you are faithful. That no matter what, you still stand by us. No matter what, you still continue to pour your love out on us. You still renew your mercy for us every morning. I just want to thank you Jesus. I cannot stop thanking you enough for all the grace that you are pouring on this prayer group as well on this family that prays together for all the love that they have shown me as well Lord. I can see it is your reflection of your mercy, your grace upon all of us. Thank you Jesus.
0: Thank you Jesus. <clears throat> Father, we also come into agreement and pray for this mighty Brother, mighty hand of God upon Brother Russell's life and his ministry. May Satan and all these evil angels be destroyed in the name of Jesus, who come close to him. May the blood of Jesus, the eternal blood of the covenant which you spoke of about me, that very blood be upon him. The very hedge of protection over his life, his family, his job and his finances and his health and his well-being. That, that eternal covenant, which I claim, Father, which Jesus took to the Holy of Holies, I claim that covenant, that blood covenant, over this brother's life and upon his ministry. And for all that he does, day in and day out for this Holy Spirit, the amount of sacrifices, because he does it out of love, he has given his life for you. And tonight, as he cries out to you, Lord, hear his prayer, his cry, his plea, Lord. As he says, I will trust in you alone. You are his God. He is your people. Lord. That's the covenant you had. But I am your God. You are a people, Lord. We are the other people, Lord, who trust in you. Father, we pray also for all the people who are going through trials. Lord, we pray that you give us the strength to carry our cross, not to cry and ask for a lighter cross, but to give us grace to have strength to carry it because we are called Christians and each of us would have a cross in our life where we carry it out of love for you, Lord. And as Brother Asil clearly said, the word says you are faithful and you shall always be faithful. And we pray for this brother that you give him wisdom, same wisdom you breast Solomon with. I pray that same wisdom come upon him that he continues to teach us the word and lead us in his way in that with the same mana that comes down from heaven that feeds all of us in the morning encounters and during the Friday Bible when he preaches and all other times. We pray for all the others who also work tirelessly for this Holy Spirit Brisbane prayer group. Brother Savio and his ministry, Sister Janela, Sister Shanin, myself, Lord, and everyone, Sister Jane, and everyone who takes part in the Holy Rosary and their families. And for all who evangelize and who are part of this group, I pray for everyone. Bless everyone tonight. Bless everyone who comes. Even the newcomers who have come today. Let them experience the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Father, we pray this in the name of Jesus. And all people say, Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, let's go for the next. Who's there? Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, who else would like to testify? Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Yes, anyone else would like to testify?
7: Brother Vivek Shanine here, I'd just like to praise and thank the Lord yes. for all the graces and blessings this week. I'd like to give glory to God for my um, youngest son's new job he started this week. Praise and thank you, Lord, for getting us through our testing times like in praise and worship tonight, Lord. Lord, we are in for a powerful night, and we just praise and thank you for the very air we breathe. Just for our heart beating, Lord, for the gift of this prayer group, the gift of each other. I'd just like to give all glory to God and praise and thanking for everything.
2: Thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to be part of the Brisbane prayer group. Thank you, Lord, for the gift of life, for keeping me alive today and for bringing me to the prayer meeting today. Thank you, Lord, for your unmerited favor, your grace, and your mercy in our lives. Thank you, Lord, for your word and for your revelations that you give us each day. Thank you, Lord, for the spiritual authority, Lord, that you have blessed us, that we can use your word to bash up Satan and all his plans in our lives. Thank you, Lord, for your favor, Lord, that chases us everywhere we go, Lord, in all that we do, Lord for ourselves, for our families, and for the entire Brisbane prayer group and their families. Thank you, Lord, for your precious blood, Lord, that you've given us as a hedge of protection, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that we can cover ourselves, our families, and the entire Brisbane prayer group, Lord, with your precious blood and destroy the power of the enemy in our families. Thank you, Lord, for working for our good in every situation in our lives, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for breaking every stronghold, every addiction, every addiction, in our lives and in our families thank you jesus thank you father thank you holy spirit
8: amen thank and praise you Abba father for the gift of life and thank and praise our father for this perfect timing that we could bring mommy to the hospital and proper treatment is being done and mommy is reco- recovering quickly in jesus name thank you abba father for all the blessings mercies and miracles seen and unseen thank you and praise you lord thank you jesus
9: uh brother may go next yeah, yeah. um i'll try and keep it short and sweet uh, i thank god for bringing me to this group and the person who has who encouraged me to join and for brother Russell for always being in constant uh contact with me and I'm going through a real difficult time in my life, but and these days it's even more tough. So it's actually going through a separation, and I claim the prayer that Sister Jane had put out, which you said last week. It didn't hit me at the time you were saying it, but when I read it, I claimed that on my situation for my situation. Um, uh, we're trying to settle things amicably so that you know we part peacefully. Uh, of course, the other party is not willing and hounding me down for money and stuff but I have kept my faith in God and uh, uh, the rental agreement is also going to be renewed it's uh, the landlord keeps putting me off I have no idea why even though I pay the rent but I have trust in God tomorrow we have another sitting with my husband and uh, his family and um, I am sure that God has gone before me and he has done this. And I'd like to thank and praise God I claim my testimony in this. I, I'm just so overwhelmed every time I hear the morning encounters, everyone's testimonies, the, the talk over the emotions. Um, and I've got hold of them, a lot of them. So I'd like to give all glory and praise to God for giving me the strength and courage to hold on and not give up, but to stand firm in my ground <sighs> I know that my God will group my Devourer for my sake and he will not let me down. I thank and praise Lord and everyone in this group for, for being with me in prayers and for God. For, I know the victory will be mine in his name, in his holy name because we, will, we are his children. My two daughters have been also inspired by this group they join regularly, they pray, we pray every day, and uh, I think this group has just added another value to our lives spiritually. All praise and glory to God. Amen.
0: Amen. Thank you, Jesus. All glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We continue to pray that your prayer be answered, and may God be your shepherd and guide you in the right direction. And Whatever your heart's desire, whatever you're going through, remember, the Lord's your shepherd and you shall never want. And though you walk through the valley of darkness, no evil shall you fear. You will walk with confidence knowing that he alone will take you through the end of this period and take you to victory. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Yes, anyone else would like to pray and give their testimony?
10: Brother, this is JNK, brother. Yeah, Jip, I want to thank the Lord for the week gone by brother for all his blessings upon me and my family and for and thank the Lord for all the answered prayer I received last week brother. I received many answered prayers last week um, on Saturday the reflection which uh, brother Savio was sent was really touched me and it was of that need I need that prayer and I I was praying using the prayer and I made an agreement prayer with brother Savio and the next day a, it, my prayer was answered. I want to thank the Lord for that and my daughter received an awful letter last week, and I really thank the Lord for that, for giving her a permanent job as a senior accountant, a charter accountant in our company. And um, I thank the Lord for all the blessings. And I was—I uh, also want to thank the Lord for, I was ministering to a boy who was dealing with addictions brother. I was giving him the word, I was giving him the teachings and the Holy Spirit was guiding me and giving wisdom how to deal with it and uh, And um, now I can claim that the boy has come out of the additions and he's free in his name. So I want to thank the Lord for all the answers for me.
0: Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Sister Jean. Praise God for that wonderful testimony. Anyone else would like to testify and give glory to God. Thank you, Lord.
8: Hello, brother.
0: Yes.
11: Yeah. Thank you, Jesus, for this day and for all the blessings and for the breath of life and for the, for the wisdom that uh, he gives us every day and the peace in our heart and uh, all the blessings. I wanted to thank the Lord and I praise that regardless of what goes on with the the internet connection, that we are united, we are holding on And, and thank you for the device that we could hear from all over the world. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Does anyone else would like to glorify God for what he's doing in your life? Is there something you would like to thank the Lord for? Thank you, Jesus. Has the word of God touched you? Or has the series of emotions blessed you? If there's something that uh, it's one of the most deepest topics uh, how to come out of that emotional attachment to detach is extremely hard and only the anointing of the Holy Spirit can help us. This whole series is very powerful. So, if this is helping you, can you please share how it has helped you so far? Give glory to God. To Him alone.
12: Brother Vivek, I would like to thank the Lord and the Holy Spirit that he sends on us for his peace, his love, his joy, his blessings and his healings on all of us. I would like to thank very specially this Holy Spirit prayer group. It is my spiritual food every day. I look forward to that. Uh, The morning encounter with the Holy Spirit starts my day and such a blessing and the Rosary and Divine Mercy, we finish our day with that. And the, the, the Bible teaching every Friday, I look forward to that. It has really changed my life. And I'm, I feel so much closer to my Lord Jesus. He's there every day with me, sitting with me wherever I am, wherever I go. And whatever I do, I pray over my food and it turns out very good. And I pray over everything I do. I ask that I, I confess boldly that the Lord is with me in whatever I do and whatever I say yes. and whatever I think, even. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. All glory and honor to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Thank
0: you, Lord. I thank you, Jesus, for a wonderful week that went by and for all the things you taught me this week. One of the most beautiful things when I worshipped Abba, Father, this week it was such a wonderful presence, the mighty presence of God that Abba is so real. That he loves us beyond our even our thoughts and imagination. And all I could feel is that mighty presence of God and how wonderful it is to be in the Holy of holies when you walk in the name of Jesus, it's so beautiful to worship God because He says people worship. The true worshippers will worship in spirit and truth. John four twenty four, and that's what we are called to do. We are spirit, and we are called to worship in spirit and truth. Uh, Abba is real. Call him Abba, just say Abba, and thank him. Just you will feel that we are not. We are not beggars, okay? We are children. So let's not beg for everything. Just say, Abba, I'll I'll bring my petitions to you, knowing that you have always heard me and you will always hear me. And just say, thank you for hearing me. Even before I ask, I know I already received it. And in Jesus' name, I pray and I know that you love me, Abba. But it's not just about petitions. It's about just being that presence and feeling that presence and just being that in that stillness with him. In that stillness is that wonderful presence. Um, and that's what I encountered this week. And I just uh, thank and praise you for that wonderful encounter, Lord. Uh, it was beautiful. And uh, I thank you for keeping me alive today. And thank you for allowing me to preach the word of God. Let me always be a servant, Lord, to serve others. Not to be served, but to serve others. And I thank you, Lord, for giving me a chance that you chose me out of seven odd billion people on this planet to be part of this powerful prayer group called by Your name, Lord, the Holy Spirit Brisbane Prayer Group, where I know with confidence that the Holy Spirit itself, himself runs this prayer group. None of us, none of us, I can say this, none of us plan any of the materials that we talk about or preach about, would ask anyone here. None of us sit to discuss what we are going to plan this month or next month. He just tells us this is what has to be preached and we follow what he tells us. So that's how it happens in this prayer group. He runs it and I know he runs it and he does everything. So I thank and praise the Holy Spirit. I thank Jesus. I thank Abba Father. And I thank the Trinity for being part so real, uh, To this Holy Spirit Brisbane prayer group. I also pray and thank God for the intercession of Mother Mary, who has been one of the strongest intercessors of this prayer group, and for the Holy Spirit, uh, for the Holy Rosary that we conduct every day. And it's important to know that so many people are part of this prayer group. All of you who are blessed by this prayer group, whether it's the morning encounter, whether it's the Divine Mercy, the Holy Rosary, whether it's the powerful reflections that come straight from God, whether it's the Friday Friday Bible study, whether it's the praise and worship led by Sister Shanin so powerfully every Friday. If something has blessed you in this prayer group, please put an amen and glorify God. That's the least we can do to give glory to God. I put an amen myself and thank and Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Yes, anyone else would like to share their testimony? Please don't feel shy and think, what will I speak? Just open your mouth, the Lord will speak to you. Hello, Brother
13: Vive. Praise and glory to God. Yeah, praise God. Uh, brother, just now you were telling the prayer, you know, before the session start. Yeah. It was so wonderful, brother. Now really inspiring. So touched by your prayer, brother. Very good. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah.
0: All so beneficial. You. All glory to yes, God. Yes, brother.
13: Very anointing, brother. Thank you very much. God bless you. Thank
0: you, Jesus. Yes, anyone else who who is not testified, testifying.
7: Like I'd just like yes. to, to let everyone know the Lord has just given me a vision of the Heavenly Father's hand, anointed hand, over this whole group right now. It's so we'd good. just like to praise, praise you, Papa. Praise yep. you, our daddy. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for this powerful anointing that you are just raining down. Your glory on everyone tonight. We praise and we thank you. All glory to you.
13: Thank you. I would like to praise and thank God for yes, all sir. the blessings that He has bestowed upon me. I praise and thank the Spain Group, the Chaplet. I've committed myself to the Chaplet and the Rosary. And he's blessing me and my family. And whatever, sometimes I feel sick. I just go to him and I tell him, Jesus, he took all our infirmities and healed all our diseases. Matthew chapter, I can't remember that. But I know that he took all our infirmities on him and all our diseases, I feel very low sometimes, but I know my Jesus is there for me, and all of you are praying for me, praise and thank you for the gift of life, I want to praise and thank you for whatever she is doing for me, I don't want to go anywhere, I only want to be with Jesus, and Mother Mary, she does great miracles. She holds my hand and she takes me wherever I go. I try my best to go for mass because we've got a church very close by. And I take a hand and I walk with her and I go with her. And in the night, I put precious blood of Jesus to heal all my uh, ear. Like sometimes I can't hear my throat pain and all that. I praise and thank God for all. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. All glory and honor to you, my God. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah.
0: Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for that wonderful testimony. Yes, so anyone else would like to testify? Thank you, Lord.
8: Hello, brother.
0: Yes. Yes, uh,
11: I I would like to say this, that um, the just now, the sister who spoke inspires me because, because there are many people who, who have emptiness and then your teaching really talks about to bring the emotion and the, to, to invite to that empty space in our heart, uh, bringing Jesus into our heart. And um, also every time she speaks, she touches me um, because, um, you know, most of us lost. I'm, I, I'm, I, I apologize. I apologize. Um, a person like me lost uh, my mom and all, and it's uh, it's it's a beautiful thing to be in this group, in many ways, and I thank the Lord, and uh, uh, it's uh, the worship, and also the the testimonies, and also uh, it's not about asking what we want. It's it's way more than that. Unless you are in depth, you will not understand. And that and that for that revelation itself, I wanted to thank the Lord for bringing me into this group. Hallelujah. Amen.
0: Anyone would like to thank the Holy Spirit, your daily, your best friend. He's better than your spouse. He's better than your children. He's better than your parents. And he's better than your siblings and your best friend. He lives in you. How's your journey with the Holy Spirit? Can you share?
7: I'd also like to share thank the Holy Spirit because I had tradies this week again and the Holy Spirit was just inspiring me on on just to answer them and how to speak to them and I was praising the Lord and this tradie said to me you wouldn't happen to be Christian by any chance would you I said now how did you guess he says because you're always praising the Lord everything we say you say praise the Lord and I said, you know, Jesus is my Lord, God, and Savior. He said, I'm Buddhist, you know. I said, oh, did you know Jesus loves you? I said, why don't you come and get to know Jesus? I said, he died for us. He loves you just like he loves me. And so we had this conversation. He said, funny you should say that because all my friends have been talking to me about Jesus. I said, praise the Lord, and he had this big smile on. But it's the Holy Spirit that inspires us to openly praise the Lord in front of people. Yes, absolutely. Yes.
0: Totally, I totally agree.
7: Yes, thank you, Holy Spirit.
0: I always believe a person who testifies has the Holy Spirit in them. You can't testify in the flesh. It's impossible. If I call even and say testify, you would not testify. But it's only the Spirit of God who lives in you. Makes you bold enough to open your mouth and testify. And that's what starts your journey and that walk in the spirit, not with the spirit, in spirit. That's where he is. So, yeah, thank you, Jesus. Anyone else would like to testify and give glory to God? We got five minutes more, five ten minutes more.
8: Hello, brother. I'd like to praise and thank the Lord yes. for this week that has gone past by, for the life that He has given me, and for all His blessings during good times and even challenging times. Uh, this week has been gone with uh, a lot of challenges, but i like to praise and thank the Lord, and glorify and thank the Holy Spirit for always being with me during all those moments. And I'd like to praise and thank the Lord that He gave me the strength even to talk openly about Him at my workplace. And uh, there are That's colleagues who come to me all the time that, uh, Veera, you know, you send the prayer. It really helped. It really worked. And yes, so I thank the Holy Spirit for giving me that courage to share these prayers And thank you to Sister Jane who keeps sending all your prayers, brother. Uh, I save it and then as soon as I know somebody is in need, I will just, you know, forward it to them, uh, personalizing it with their name. And thank you for giving me that courage to do these little things to show that he is all-powerful. Thank you, Jesus. All glory to
0: God. Thank you for standing up for Jesus. Thank you. Yes, anyone else would like to share their testimony. Yeah, Hello, else Brother would... Vivek. Yes, yes, this is Rasmus Rash... Rasmus.
8: I would like to praise and thank the Lord for the gift of life for the week which has gone by. Uh, it was challenging and uh, many, uh, but everything went on well uh, through studies which we were planning for. The Holy Spirit guided us, you know, to go back and uh, Take up a new this thing, don't go for this. So continuously I was being this thing, and I should tell Dhruv and Raj should it should be this way or that way. Usually I don't interfere because I just, but then when I know something is working on my mind, I opened up and then they discussed and you know the the field in which he is and the field which he's applying for. So thank you, Jesus, for that. I would like to thank uh, Jesus for um, mom is feeling well, all good now. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I would also like to thank the Lord um, for Kiran and both of them went for their um, driving license. But one succeeded and one did not. I did not know to be overjoyed for one and to be sad for the other one. I was just not in that presence of mind. But then I said, no, Jesus knows what is best for them. And I I have totally only surrender everything to him. And it is only his, whatever he wills, that will happen. I don't have to tell him what he has to do. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, last night, I, I so I slept in a wrong way. And when I got up around two o'clock, I was not able to get up. And it usually used to happen that I, sh- I was not able to get up comfortably when I'm sleeping. And But from the time you prayed and uh, you said everybody is healed with the blood of Jesus. Um, I had confessed that and I, I got up and that day I had no problem at all. After that, every day I've got up in the night, I had no problem. And all of a sudden what? yesterday I had the problem. But praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for revealing me to pour the blood of Jesus over me. And after that, today morning, I got up fresh and nice and I could perform all my duties very well. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. rather I like
0: to go next? Yes, yes,
11: definitely. I want to say thank you to our Father for all that he has done and doing for us, for my family, my relatives, my friends, the spring family, the Holy Spirit Prayer Group. Thank you, Jesus, for our jobs, for the food, clothing, and shelter. I thank the Lord for taking me through another week, through a really tough week. Our Lord helped me through. I had a very bad fall last Saturday, and it was I was in pain this whole week. I thank the Lord for a normal medical report and I'm feeling much better just today. I pray Psalm 91 every morning as part of my morning prayers and I know that the Lord took care of me and he will always. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus.
0: Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Daphne. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, anyone else?
14: Brother, I want to go next, please.
0: Yes, Yeah, please. Go
14: ahead. Uh, Just want to thank and praise God for the gift of life, for not only for this week, but for the weeks gone by and the weeks coming ahead. Yes, there are challenges uh, coming our way, brother, but the scripture says the one that is in me is greater than the one that is in the world. So I always um, praise and thank God for giving me the scripture not only that for allowing me to go through life's journeys thank you for the brisbane prayer group the morning encounters are really very powerful if uh, i want to praise and thank god for that and even now i i was wondering whether i need to um, testify but i just heard you say it's not your own spirit but the spirit in you which will help you testify and all glory and honor to god for that because His spirit is in in me and that is working through and through. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen.
0: If if you really realize how wonderful it is to allow the Holy Spirit who lives in you to speak, uh, there are many people who wait for a Friday, wait for a Friday. This is when our prayer group started way back. And even today, I know there are people who wait for a Friday to come to enjoy that presence of the Holy Spirit. Just being there, you can't explain in words how wonderful it is to feel. And I can tell you how wonderful it is also to testify and allow the Spirit of God that wants to speak through you. I tell you one thing, people always ask me, brother, you're so powerful, so anointed. There's such a powerful presence of God. All I tell the Lord is, this is your body. This is your mouth. You do with me as you will. And I surrender everything to him. And that's what we are called to do. And imagine if he wants to talk through you and you say, no, I'm not opening my mouth. How does, I mean, how does this all match up? You see, if we are in Christ, then we should allow the one within us to speak using our body. Because God is spirit and God cannot operate without a body. He needs us and needs a body and needs a spoken mouth. The word has to be leaving your mouth. So yeah, so that's, uh, if anyone else would like to testify, we'll take one or two more testimonies and then we'll start. Thank you.
3: Praise the Lord, brother. I want to thank and praise the Lord and also give glory to the Holy Spirit. Um, How amazingly he reminds me, he wakes me every morning when I ask him to wake me in a certain time, how he wakes me and also how he helps me in everything. And sometimes there are um, there's a lot of work that I cannot handle. And I ask Holy Spirit, please help me and come and um, send your holy angels to help me. And I'm amazingly even before I um, even before the day ends I cannot imagine how I have been able to finish all the work. I know the Holy Spirit has helped me in a marvelous way. And also the interesting part is whenever I do something wrong, He convinces me also at the same time. So I give glory to Him and I ask forgiveness. And I am um, again back to the help of uh, the Holy Spirit. So I want to give all glory to Lord. Praise the Lord.
0: Jesus, praise your Jesus. Yes, uh, any last testimony for the day? Anyone?
8: I would
12: like to ask the Holy Spirit prayer group to lift up. Uh, a lady that she met Claude in the church and asked him, uh, told told him about her situation, which was very difficult and very challenging. So when he came home and told me about what she's going through, I said, "In, in the physical, it is very difficult to help her, but we have to give her the word of God. She doesn't want to, she's very, very Catholic and wants only to listen to the priest's and wants to go to church every day, and uh, nothing wrong with that, but uh, and just, um, uh, so I told him that maybe if she joins the the Holy Spirit prayer group, she can say the rosary and the uh, and the chaplet with us, and yeah. listen to the, she doesn't want to hear anything from, from lay people, she just wants to listen to the priest, so it has been very difficult, we are trying to introduce her to the I confess, so at least she can Uh, confess the scriptures it is the word of god but sometimes people don't want to listen to that they are so set in their ways so can we just please lift her up in prayer to the holy spirit that the holy spirit will help her and uh, help her understand her situation and her walk with god through the holy spirit thank you jesus thank you abba father thank you holy spirit
0: Thank you, everybody. Russell, you can make your announcements and
5: then we'll start. Very warm welcome to all newcomers to the prayer group, all those who are attending for the first time. And if you would like to join the prayer group, I'll just share links with you on Zoom as well as on our YouTube page as well. So you can see the link in the chat in both these places. Please click that link. You can download the Telegram app from your app store or play
0: store.
5: Click the link and you'll be able to be a part of this group. Essentially, then you'll be able to share your prayer requests for yourself, for people that you are praying for. And you can also uh, pray with others over their request. It's essentially like a family that we pray together and we stick together. And there's a mighty presence of the Holy Spirit that hovers over this group. So let that uh, let that umbrella of blessing come upon you and your family as well. You're most welcome to join this group. If you are being blessed by the teachings that you are hearing here and by inspired by these sessions, please share links with these to these sessions with your family and friends, inspire them to come. Uh, we run the morning encounters every day, 365 days a year at 7 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. We also have the Divine Mercy Chaplet and Rosary run from Monday to Thursday at 7 p.m. in the evening, Australian Eastern Standard Time. And then on Fridays, it's run at 3 p.m. in the afternoon because we have this Friday Bible study session in the evening that starts at 5.30 p.m. on every Friday. We also have Brother Savio's reflections that he posts on all our social media channels. So whichever social media channel you're following, whether it is uh, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, you'll find those reflections there. They're practical reflections based on on your daily living. And, And a lot of people, in fact, when you read those, you will be able to relate to them in your own personal life. That's the power of the Holy Spirit making it so simple and yet so connected and related to your everyday living. And then he's got his message in there, which he will give you and he will make it real to you in his own way. So if those, if you are reading those and you are being blessed by those as well, again, a humble request, please share them with others, especially the ones who you know need to hear that message today, the one that is for today. because He speaks to them today and now. Um, also um, a reminder about next week being Holy Week typically in the first week of the month we would hold our Friday Bible study sessions in church Uh, but next week being the first Friday and it also happens to be Good Friday so we will not have the Bible study session in church or online next Friday there will be no Bible study session so that you would attend your um, your Good Friday service at your own church locally It'll be about the same time in most places that are in the eastern half of the world. So we will not have that Bible study session next Friday. Also, there will be no rosary on Holy Thursday and Good Friday. So no rosary and divine mercy session on next Thursday and next Friday as well. Uh, And one thing I forgot. So all our sessions, so the morning encounter with the Lord, the rosary and divine mercy session and the Friday Bible study sessions are all run live on Zoom as well as on YouTube. If you can't attend these sessions live, the recordings are also available. They're posted on our YouTube page. Every recording is stored there. They're also available on our Facebook page as well as on our Spotify podcast channel. So you can look us up on Spotify by searching the Holy Spirit Brisbane I hope you find us
0: there. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Let's get in the presence of the Lord as we start our teaching today. Father, I cover and seal every person that's part of this prayer meeting right now, that their minds be opened with this powerful teaching, the life-changing teaching of emotions, the whole series that is so powerful. Thank and praise you, Lord, that whatever I speak today, cover it with the precious blood of Jesus and seal it with the holy name of Jesus, that I speak his word and his alone. Nothing of me, everything of you. I give and glory and praise to you alone that I be your servant forever, Lord, serving you. And I thank and praise you for all that you do in my life so that I glorify you and give you alone the glory. If anyone has thanked me, all thanks go to you, Lord, not to me. Nowhere should I take glory for anything because nothing is of me, Lord. Whatever I have is of you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Let me speak your word now, I repent of every sin I've committed in the flesh or in mind and spirit and I forgive every person who I've done wrong so that your grace continues to flow through me and only for your glory. As we speak the word of God, let's herald the power of the spoken word as we speak. Let our spirits be one as we pray this together. Isaiah chapter 10, 55, verse 10 and 11. You can say this after me and claim that blessing as well. As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater, so is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. And I send it out in faith, in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Just before we start, the Lord, I can feel the presence of the Holy Spirit. I just want us all to be led by that very anointing and let's feel that presence of God in our lives continuously. Sabhi, are you there? Can you repeat this after me as we start? Yes, Vivek. Oh, Holy Spirit. Oh, Holy Spirit. Think through us. Think through us. Till your ideas become our ideas.
2: Till your ideas become our ideas in Jesus name in Jesus
0: name act in us O Holy Spirit
2: act in us Holy
0: Spirit that our work
2: that our work may be holy may be holy
0: draw our heart draw our heart that we may love that we may love what is holy
2: What is holy in Jesus' name? In Jesus' name, strengthen us, strengthen us
0: that we may defend what is holy,
2: that we may defend what is holy in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, guide us, guide us that we may remain holy, that we may remain holy in Jesus' name.
0: In Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, let's continue in our teaching. And uh, So as we go through this series, one of the biggest advantages that we get at the end of this is the detachment, emotional detachment, knowing that we have control over our emotions and not emotions governing our lives. That's the very purpose for which this series is. And if we can master that part and allow the Lord, the spirit of God to allow us to detach that very emotions, uh, we are going to be blessed mightily because that is the biggest hindrance in our faith, because many of us can only pray when we feel like praying. How many of you feel that? Put an amen if you really are there, because remember one thing, we all start from somewhere and, uh, Many of us feel like praying when we pray. We feel like confessing. We confess. We feel like, you know, it's, it's all about our feelings. How do we feel? Only if I feel good, can I make a powerful prayer. If I if I get something that I really desire in my heart, and if I get that, then I will make a powerful prayer. So it's not. Whereas, what the Word of God says. Now faith is a substance of things hoped for, evidence of things not seen in Hebrews 11. The question here is, I want to first hold it in my hand, feel it like like Thomas said, let me put my hand in your hands and feel it. And then only will I believe. So many of us are doubting Thomas's, including myself at times. And then the Lord reminds me that we have called to live by faith and not by sight. That's the glory of God when we understand that that everything works on faith. And everything is in the realm of the spirit, not in the physical realm. So we can choose our emotional response. Dominating our emotions puts us in control. How do you dominate your emotions? Many of us are led by emotions. We wait for what is we listened to. What is our emotion saying? Uh, Philippians 4, 6, 7. Quickly, can we go through some of the scriptures we went through last week? And... So that we have a base of study for this this session. Now this is a very powerful scripture if you're using it in your actual daily prayer lives.
2: Do not be anxious
0: How many of you are blessed by the scriptures? I mean, this is such a beautiful scripture. I tell you one time, every time I get this feeling of stress, okay, you get stressed at work, come on, all of us are human, including myself. And this first word comes in with the Holy Spirit, do not be anxious about anything. So how many of you are blessed by the scripture, do not be anxious about anything? Okay, it's, it's really beautiful, imagine, the Lord is telling you and calling you by name and saying, Vivek, do not be anxious about anything. Savio, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation that you're going through, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Guard. Remember the guarding of your hearts uh, and minds in Christ Jesus. So beautiful. Now, we need to accept responsibility for our emotions. We cannot blame a lack of emotional control on God or the devil. And this is important. Christians are called to have that emotional stability and this series is going to teach us that. How do we become emotionally stable? Sometimes a little bit can you know, shake us up so much but we are called to be strong and emotionally strong. Things will happen but we need not be anxious or worried about them because that's what the Lord has told us. Do not be anxious about anything. Uh, we go back to scriptures again. John 16 verse 33.
2: I have told you these things so that in me, you may have peace in this world. You will have trouble,
0: but take heart. I have overcome the world. Now God is saying that Jesus is telling us very clearly that he has overcome the world. And that's why we stand in victory by our faith. And that's what we say in I confess boldly. Now we can take charge of our emotions at all times and in every situation, even when things are not going well. How many of you agree? Truly, the very purpose of our lives is to be and take charge of our emotions at times and in every situation, even when things are not going well for us. That's what the Lord calls us to do. Choosing to be a good cheer takes us where we need to go, find the supply we need to handle the situation. Many times it's difficult it seems easy, but from where do we get the strength? And that's where God gives us that strength. And, and one thing, peace will always guard our emotions. We do not need to go and actually get angry on others or blame others. Just have peace in our lot. Your peace that surpasses all understanding is in me. Now, this is very deep as a series because emotions are a part of our lives. Nobody can disconnect it totally. We need emotions. Imagine being without emotions. But the main thing here is not allowing them to dominate us to such an extent that we are controlled by it. And that's why we are called to be emotionally stable. And then you blame everyone, God, the devil, this, outsiders. And and it's, it's, it's at that point of time, we have to realize that we are called to be emotionally stable. That's why this series is very, very deep and would help all of us who, you know, can can understand. I'm also learning. And so that's so important. Now, this scripture I shared last time before closing, but I still want to share it this time. Uh, Habakkuk chapter 3 was 17 and 18. yeah 3 chapter 3 verse 17 and 18 3
2: that's not
1: i can't hear you
0: okay so i'll let me read it though the fig tree does not bud and there are no the grapes fruit. yeah so can you read it again please start yeah. from a though the fig tree
2: does not bud and the and there are no grapes on the vines, though the olive crop fails and the fields produce no food, though there are no sheep in the pen and no cattle in the stalls, yet I will rejoice in the Lord.
0: I will be joyful in God my Saviour. Amen. Let's all put an amen if you really understand and give glory to God in this situation of our life where all of us may have to walk through this situation and still I will glorify and rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in God my Savior because I know even in that situation He will turn it for my good. I would say that sometimes you go through a phase of life where nothing may work our way and I would say that the best thing you can do is to take that situation the way it is. Don't change. Remember, come as you are, that beautiful hymn. And just remember to go with the Lord the way it is. Take that situation the way you are and go to God and say, you take it from him. Because you know in Isaiah chapter 55, verse 8 and 9, he says, my thoughts are not your thoughts. My ways are not your ways. As high as the heavens are from the earth are my thoughts and ways about your ways. So remember where we stop and we say this is the ceiling god starts from there and he loves it when we praise him because we know that we can't do anything without him so it's 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 beautiful to understand that that in this lord you'll be glorified because you'll turn the situation for my good amen so this is a pure example of maintaining emotional control let's go to james chapter 1 verse 13 and 15 Now this is again an important thing where many of us blame God and says it is God who has done this for me. And James makes it very clear. And I think this is an eye opener for all of us as well.
2: When tempted no one should say God is tempting me. For God cannot be tempted by evil nor does he tempt anyone. But each person is tempted when they are dragged away by their (laughs) own evil desire and enticed. Then after desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin. And sin, when it is full
0: grown, gives birth to death. And so James clearly explains here very importantly: when tempted, no one should say, "God is tempting me," for God cannot be tempted by evil, and doesn't, and nor does He tempt anyone. So this is a very clear definition. Many of us, including me at times, used to think earlier that it's God who does this. He could be, you know, putting all this kind of mean evil thoughts or evil ways around us, maybe to test us or some sort of thing. Now that was my wrong thinking this scripture makes it so clear that God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he tempt anyone. Amen to this, if it's a revelation to you, so that today you realize that God does not tempt me. Okay? But each one is tempted when we are dragged away by our own evil desires and enticed. That's why it's so important that our senses are governed by God's word. If you, there's a difference between seeing and looking, If you see an evil or something that is not what your eyes should see, you would see it because all will see it. But when you look at it, that's when you be tempted. How many of you agree with me? Now, looking is focusing on it, allowing all the five senses to look at it. And that's when there's a desire that comes in. That's when desire gets conceived. And this desire gives birth to sin. So it starts with the thought, and the devil says, why don't you look? And you just look at it, but the Holy Spirit says, don't look that way. Turn and go the other way. You can hear the voice clearly, but you choose to look. And the moment you look, desire is conceived. That's the first step of sin. That gives birth to sin, and sin, when fully grown, gives gives birth to death. And this is how it's so well explained. So, negative emotions are not God's will for us. Many of us, does anyone have negative emotions here? Only I get negative emotions at times. And it comes, are we all all human here? Oh. Some may say, brother, I don't get any negative, only positive. Brother. So, the point here is negative emotions are not God's will for us. He is not behind these kind of feelings. And this is something very clear. Okay. Many times we go through negative patches, and the situation is talking to us. Okay, sometimes a job is talking to us. You're so stressed at the job that the job is talking to us. That's why I said in the night when you sleep, find out what is your stressful factor. What is it that is causing you to feel anxious? There may be some stressful factor. It could be a troubled relationship. It could be a job. It could be, uh, you know, finances. It could be a health. It could be. You know, someone you, that you look at, the moment you look at that person only, you feel so stressed. So stressed that you can't, um, you know, your blood boils. Let's put it that way. So there, there is something in us that is causing this. And that's where we have to take that to the foot of the cross and say, Lord, give me the grace to forgive. Forgiveness is not an act or an emotion that we do out of an emotion. If I feel good, I'll forgive. How many of us have said this in the past? Only when I feel like forgiving, I will forgive. It's not now. I'll do it only when I feel good. But choose forgiveness over anything else. Because forgiveness is an act. Or it's a will that we take. It's an act. It's a decision that we take to forgive someone. Whether you feel or don't feel. Same with faith. It's a decision. It's not based on emotions. And that's where we're going to come deeper in this. So we are only tempted when we are drawn away by our own strong emotions. Our emotions are the ones that tempt us and that's where things can go wrong for us. Now, feelings can lead us in the wrong directions. To achieve victory, we must always walk by faith and this is the word of God. Now, this is taking us to the next pinnacle of this uh, teaching where we'll have to understand uh, 2 Corinthians 5-7 and let this be in our hearts all the time, 2 Corinthians 5-7. This is who we are and this is what we are called to be. And this is how we have to lead our Christian lives. One of the most powerful scriptures. One line, but so powerful.
2: For we live by faith, not
0: by sight. Now, how many of you, okay, I can still go ahead and, you know, uh, explain this, but I think there's a lot of depth in this. I would like some sharing here for someone. What does this actually mean to you? Could you write down what does this mean to you? This is all—it's it's very deep, actually. And God is calling us to use the Scripture daily in our lives. What does the Scripture mean to you? And I, by the way, if we live the Scripture daily in our life, we'll be victorious all our life. All our whole life, we'll only see victory. That's our calling. We should by heart the scripture and should be within us to Corinthians 5 7. What does this scripture mean to you? Question mark. Fabio, can you share?
2: Brother, God is faithful to us no matter what our eyes see and no matter what the situation around us makes us feel, but he keeps up to his word and he is faithful to us.
0: Thank you, Jesus. Anyone else would like to write in the chat? Yes, thank you, Jesus. This is important. Okay, we got to type this because this is our this is our own understanding. It's not Brother Vivek teaching here, and I'm just here to listen. What does this mean to me? We are called to actually do this. Now the word sight here, Sabio. What does the word sight here?
2: A sight is our uh, you know, our emotions that we go through, even a physical sight of what we can actually see that is happening around us, as I mean, well sir, as what yes. all can feel as well that's happening in us.
0: I mean, so we are actually we are governed by our emotions and the senses that control us, correct? Yes. And the Lord is saying you have to live by faith. It means there's a realm out there where everything is there. Now, someone who's praying for a job, is his job there in the spirit realm? Yes. Someone praying for a child, is the child already there in the realm of the spirit? Yes. Someone praying for good health? for complete healing of mind and body, is that there in the realm of the spirit? Yes. Someone praying for prosperity in their finances, has God already prospered you? Yes. Now, if somebody understands the scripture and knows the depth of it, what is it? It says that do not allow your senses to control or get be governed by what you see, what you hear, what you taste, what you smell, what you touch or whatever your mind keeps telling you, because we perceive things the way someone has told you. Are we getting this? God is saying, called us for a very deeper understanding that we are all called to live by faith. And faith is a currency that we use using the scripture to get our answer to we have a, teach, a teaching, Isaiah chapter 55, has, has anyone understood at the start of every prayer meeting and at the start of every uh, morning encounter of the Holy Rosary we herald the power of Isaiah chapter 55, verse 10 and 11 I'm asking you a question why? Why do we do that? Can anyone type in? Why Why do you think? We all do that, right? We're all part of So why, why are we doing it? Anyone would like to type and say, why say 55, 10, 11? It's a lot of depth in that as well. If you understand that scripture, Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11, if you deeply understand and, you know, Brother Savi, we should do an actual reflection on Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11. And the Lord leads to praise God. Sure, but, Savi, Brother Savi, what do you think? Why do we actually uh, herald Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11?
2: every prayer that leaves our mouth is, is an answered prayer and it's got power in it. And every prayer that we leaves our mouth in this prayer meeting is that is led, you know, on that altar put up to the Lord. And it will achieve that purpose. You know, definitely, surely we know with confidence, it will achieve the purpose for which we have sent it out, because we know our prayer is an answered prayer, and the Lord. Hears us and
0: always hears us. Okay, so he says my word that leaves my mouth okay, the word that leaves my mouth will not come back unless it accomplishes what it is sent to achieve. Now, do we know, there's a teaching on altars. We'll have this. But an altar is a system of authority where you authorized, where there, there's authorization done when these altars are covenants that are placed and already in existence, many times there's a depth of understanding this. We'll do another teaching on this. That whatever happens in our life is because of an altar that is there or a system of authorization that is there. Now, this is already authorized in the heavens that when I speak a word out of my mouth, it will always come back with an answered prayer. When I'm heralding this and speaking it out of my mouth, what I'm actually doing is that when I work, when I speak that word out of my mouth, it has already gone and completed what I'd send it to do. Now, it's only a matter of time for it to move from the spiritual realm to the physical realm. God has worked it instantly. The prayer is answered. It is our faith here to hold on to that answered prayer and that's where the test comes. Are we getting it? Yes. So when many of us, when we pray, so when you order something, let me ask a question. All of you, when you order something from Amazon or any of the online sites and pay for it, are we confident that that parcel will come home? Or we are not sure it may not come Just a question. Yeah, brother. You ordered something paid with your card, or credit card. Will that parcel yes. of your, your goods come home?
2: Yeah, definitely.
0: Or you're not sure, may, may or may not come? No, surely it'll come. Okay, so we'll get a we'll get a notification, right, on our phones. Yes. How many of you would agree with me that you get a notification on your phone or an email that says that the payment has been received and your goods have been are going to be discharged. Within the next 15 days, you will get it depending which part of the world you are in. But you will definitely get, they'll tell you the date and time. And then approximate, you'll get to know between this day to this day, your goods will come. Either you collect it from a place or a kiosk or wherever you want to collect it, or it will come to your house, where how you ask for it. So, are you confident it's going to come? Yes. Now, is there an expectation? Suppose you have bought something wonderful, a lovely dress okay, for a lady. You bought some lovely dress and it's it's on its way. Are you waiting for it? Yes. Okay. I'll say like us gents have bought something wonderful, like, you know, a a good thing that you wanted to buy and you bought it. So you're you're expecting that to come. Are you getting me? Yes. And you get many times if somebody has sent you a parcel or something, you will get a notification number and you keep checking it. Correct? It tells you now it has left the go down. It has left for you. It's gone to the airport. Correct? Yes. And from the airport, it is now, it's headed to this airport. And it is received at this airport. You keep checking it and you get notified continuously of the arrival of it. Okay. Are we still expecting it? The particular parcel? Yes. And when it comes home, you'll get a text saying it has been delivered to your place. Okay, the first thing you know is it has come home. When you come home, first thing you would like to is open your parcel, correct? Yes. And see whether it's in the same way as you have ordered it. Correct. Can we have this same prayer pattern in our prayer life too? When you have made a prayer heralding Isaiah 55 verse 10 and 11, you have made payment and the payment is through the word. The word is the spoken word of God which has got your answered prayer. That is faith as a currency which heaven accepts. So the word is your currency that you paid and faith is that that builds it up to that and says, I've already received it. Heaven says, yes, your prayer has been answered. Now it's on the way. The Lord is saying, be thankful in all situations. And you continuously thank and praise God. Say, thank you, Lord, it's coming. And now if you are expecting and holding on to that, knowing that God has already answered it, and you see it and thank God and say, Lord, if you have said it, let heaven and earth pass away, but your word will not change. Because if you have answered it, it's, it's on the way. I thank you, Lord. And I keep seeing it. I keep seeing it. I keep seeing it. And that builds up a vision of what I have prayed for. And that vision becomes so powerful that night and day, I can only see it. I can only see that one thing. And that is what I have prayed for. Because you say, Lord, I have got it. Now, at that point of time, the devil will put you through the test. And you will see a hundred reasons why that parcel or that particular answer prayer won't happen. Okay? It will come through past. This one will speak. Someone from your own family will say, what you're praying? You know it is not going to happen. Okay? But you just say, thank you, Lord. You've heard me and you always hear me. i already seen it. And you said to live by faith and not by sight. Lord, I live by faith. I'm not governed by my senses, but I'm governed by your spoken word. And you speak that word and thank and praise God. Praise God. Praise God. You are in expectation, just like a pregnant woman who's waiting for the birth of a child. Are we getting this? Yes. How many of you are being blessed? This is is actually what we are called to be. The Lord says, if you pray according to his will, He has already answered the prayer. He says, ask the Father in my name anything and it shall be done to you. Has he ever said, it won't be done to you? No. And this is the scripture that makes us live the gospel, the word of God. Because you paid, you made the payment, you have used your faith as that currency with the word and said, Lord, thank you, Lord, for the answer prayer. And you know in your spirit that that prayer is answered. Now it's just a matter of time. And that time depends on our faith and our thanksgiving to God. But I tell you, that's why Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 2 and 3 says, anyone who writes a vision will always, even if it tarries, it will never fail. How many of you agree with this prayer? And I tell you one thing. If you make a prayer like this and live the scripture, you will realize that how powerful we are as believers none of us know how powerful we are as believers that's the truth because we are all governed by our senses and what we see and what people tell us and what the news tells us and what other people tells us is all that matters but the lord asks us to live to corinthians 5 7. now do you know how powerful this scripture is this is the walk of faith that God expects each and every one of us to have. I mean, if you really understood this, you'll live a very victorious life. People will come up to you and say, How do you get everything you pray for? Because God has already answered it the moment you spoke the word, it was an answered prayer. And that's why Isaiah 55 10 and 11 says that verse 11 says, The word that leaves my mouth will not come back it means that you have spoken will come to pass. And that's why they say life and death are in the power of your tongue. He who loves it will eat the fruit of it. Are we getting this? And that's why we are called to live by faith and not by sight. So a person who speaks prosperity over his life, what he'll see? Prosperity. Yes. A person who speaks health over his life, what will he see? Health? Health. Yes. A person who says, I'm strong in the Lord and courageous in the Lord. Would he get courage? Yes. This is what God has called us to speak over our situation. I am strong. I am blessed. My job has blessed me so much. I've got promotion over promotion. Life is changing. Thank you, Lord, for blessing me continuously. Thank you for filling the bank accounts Lord, so much that I can use it for your glory as to what you want me to do with. Thank you for keeping me alive, Lord, to see this day because let the glory of God be in my life and let your glory shine in me to bring the light of Christ to people in darkness. You can keep on saying this, correct? Anyone stops us? No. And I tell you, truly I know when a person testifies, the Spirit of God will make you so bold that you will realize that you will go in uncharted territories and preach God's word. And you will see miracles taking place in people's lives. That's where you are. That's why God is faithful. I'm into this. I know I've taken a little extra time on 2 Corinthians 5 or 7, but we have to understand the scripture. It is a very deep scripture. So where we are warned to walk by faith and not by emotions. Walking by sight is not limited to just our eyesight. It also includes our other physical senses. Many times a doctor's report may speak to you and tell you what the doctor said. But you may say, your word is only a fact. The word of God is the truth. And I know I am guided by the truth because the truth alone will set me free. Thank you, Lord, for hearing my prayer. I'm completely healed by your stripes and wounds. And if somebody who prays this from their heart, what do you say, Sarvi? Is that prayer answered? Yes. So we are not moved by what we see, but by what the word of God says. Okay, I hope people are being blessed. But I want you to take the same scripture now in the Amplified, 2 Corinthians 5 verse 7. Corinthians 5 or 7. It's not on one five. This is in the amplified. Okay, this is. Just click on amplified on the top. It's amplified there.
2: For we walk by faith. Not by sight, living our lives in a manner consistent with our confident belief in God's promises.
0: Okay, for what I have got here is for we walk by faith, we regulate our lives and conduct ourselves by our conviction or belief, respecting man's relationship to God and divine things, with trust and holy fervor, thus we walk, and not by sight or appearance. Now, we cannot trust our emotions to lead us because emotions can change. Do you agree? Today, emotions will say, wow, I'm feeling good. Tomorrow, the emotions say, no, I'm not feeling good. Do you agree? Yes. So we can swing wildly from one direction to the other if we are based on our emotions or based on our senses. We must base our lives on God's unchanging word, And this is what changes our life. The word of God is what brings prosperity to our lives. God has not called us to live lives in poverty. That was a curse. But still, some people still say, no, we need to be poor. But remember, poor in spirit, God is what said. God didn't want poverty to be. Poverty means not question of lack. Poverty means it's a kind of pride actually within us. That we are, the, a person may be a million and are still poor. you agree, Sarayan? Yes. Yes, brother. Because he looks at somebody else and says, look, that person is richer than me. So that's poverty. Yes. How many of you agree with me? You have everything you need in this life. Food, shelter, clothing. But you look at your neighbor and say, look at his car. Look at his house. Look at his degrees. Look at his bank balance. Lord, you have blessed him so much. I don't have anything. But what God has given you is not what you are thanking him for. What your neighbor has, is what you want. And that is poverty. That's a curse. Instead of blessing another person, you say, no, no, I want like what he has. I want. And if God gives that to you, you say, no, but I've got that neighbor. What about the other one? He has more than. Now that is what is poverty. Poverty is not what we don't, it is where we have everything, but we still feel we are poor. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. So our faith, not our emotion, gives us victory. Controlled emotions equals spiritual maturity. And this is important. Controlled emotions equals spiritual maturity. 1 John chapter 5, verse 4. so you take us there. 1 John chapter 5, verse 4.
2: For everyone born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith.
0: Praise God. So that's what it says. For whoever is born of God overcomes the world. And that is the victory that cometh, overcomes the world, even our faith. 1 John chapter 5, verse 4. This is so powerful. Thank you, Jesus. Now, again, This is again a wonderful scripture. uh, Hebrews 11 verse 6 and faith. It talks of faith. The entire Hebrews 11 is beautiful for anyone who wants to understand what God expects us in faith. Right from verse 1 onwards. It's great. Let's go verse 6 please. And without
2: faith... It is impossible
0: to please God. Okay, let's stop here. One thing. I want to ask you this question. And and this is an eye-opener for all of us here, including myself. Can you please God without faith? No. For all of you. So my question here is, when you go to church, or when we are praying, and you say, "Jesus, please help me, please, please help me. I want this prayer. Please, I'm like, I'll, I'll do whatever you, you want me to. Kneel down. I'll kneel down. I'll fast. I'll do this. You please, you know, uh, please. You have to. I beg of you, please. Now this can be a scenario of our life also, and it's important for us to understand this because this our prayer pattern. Would that please God? Question. Someone's life may change just by the scripture tonight. I'm telling you this. Just the scripture may change somebody's prayer life pattern, a prayer pattern my mind to get renewed straight away. Because it says, without faith, Vivek, you can't please me. It's impossible to please me. That's what God is telling me. And he's telling you, without faith, Savio, it is impossible to please me. I'm God speaking to you. Are we getting this someone who is understanding put an amen to this? Because this is your prayer pattern. If you are begging of God, are you using faith? Question mark. Are you with faith? Are you in faith? And saying, yes, Lord, I've got faith, Lord. And then you go to prayer He said, nobody's looking. Jesus, please, 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 Jesus, please, please, please. I'll pray, I'll pray, I'll beg. Please give me, if you give me this, I'll do this. I'll fast, I'll do so many this, this. I'll, I'll do all this, whatever now is that faith if it's more of a barter system you give me this i'll do this but is god working on a barter system saying that okay i am you know uh, only my grace is only for some people not for all jesus christ came only for some so my question tonight for all of us if we are praying without faith don't expect your prayer to get an answer are we getting this And that's why many of us go to preacher after preacher, holy person after holy person. That TV, they're having something. Just put it on. So that, that father who's praying there, if he prays, no, your prayer is 100% answered. How many of us tell this to others? I'm asking all of us, including myself, if one priest is praying there on the TV, put it on because his prayer is an answered prayer. We continue to live our lives this way. From the womb to the tomb. no change. But this scripture can open someone's heart tonight. It just says, without faith, and the Lord speaks to you and me and says, without faith, Russell, it is impossible to please me. Do whatever you want. You can't please me. Because he goes heads and says, why? And the answer is, because when you come to me, when you read it from our side, Vivek, you must believe that I exist and I will reward you when you earnestly seek me. So do we know now that we go to God? He is there. He is real. Because many of us say, Jesus Christ, I wish he was really alive. I don't think there's any God. This God, God, I don't think he just does not exist. I wish he was really there. How many of us say this? Tonight, I want to share the scripture and we have to bring this at least, you know, because we all live in doubt and it's a spirit, okay, that's involved there, a spirit of doubt. And the whole generation needs to pray and ask for repentance because the Lord has said, you can't come begging to me. Don't expect your prayers answered. He expects us to stand up there with faith and believe that he exists. And only when he exists, we believe he's there. Imagine you going to someone and saying, Lord, I'm praying to you, but I know you're not going to ask my prayer anyway, but still I'll pray because somebody asked me to pray. So that's why I share, stand up, make the Holy Spirit your prayer partner. Do this. Don't wait praying to preachers and asking preachers to pray for you. When will you trust God? When will you trust God? Go to the Father. Don't get scared. Good. There's a there's a petition. There's a prayer request. You're going through some time. And you know that this is the best time God has given you to pray and see answered prayer. Let your spirit see that answered prayer. Because you're not one spirit. It's not two spirits. one spirit. Tell the Holy Spirit. Say, Holy Spirit, you and I are going to pray together. You are my prayer partner tonight. And we are going to pray. And I'll tell you the Holy Spirit. said, let's go. And when you pray, just close that door. Don't put your phone outside. Have nothing to do with anything of the world. Go to the Father. Those who sow in tears will reap a joy. Even if you cry, every tear is an answered prayer. Amen to that. If you're crying and praying, every tear that falls from your eyes is an answered prayer. That's your prayer. I've shared thousands of testimonies. People don't know how to pray. They use just A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P, Q, R, S, T, U, V, W, X, Y, Z. And they just say this prayer. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P, Q, R, S, T, U, V, W, X, Y, Z. Continuously only say this 26 letters. Continuously, 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 continuously. And say, Holy Spirit, you make the prayer. And that's Romans 8.26. The Spirit intercedes on our behalf. He makes the prayer. And I tell you, the person who prayed that prayer, only saying A, B, C, D, has got his answered prayer. He's not even prayed for anything. He knows that God has already answered his prayer. This is how we need to approach prayer. When we walk into the Holy of Holies, even before we enter, what should we know? I'm asking all of you tonight, because when you come on a Friday, I don't want our lives to be the same. Every Friday we come on. We call to be powerful Christians. This is God's word not brother teaching His word and this word is powerful. So when we walk in with the Holy Spirit as our prayer partner, what should be your prayer? Should that prayer be, Father, please help me. Father, thank you for hearing me and answering my prayer. Even before I start, I know I've already got my answer. Because the one who's praying with me is a powerful prayer partner. I know my prayers, but this is how you approach, you herald. Heralding means you already have built that faith to that extent. And the father says, Yes, this is a powerful prayer. Person, warrior was coming. This prayer is an answered prayer because he has already claimed it. Are we understanding this? Yes. Or should we go now to another preacher? Oh, that preacher is praying. Let's just pray with that preacher. He has to pray with that preacher or that priest. I, have to pray. I tell you, we are insulting, mocking God and making fun of him. And the Holy Spirit cries inside us. And we go preacher after preacher. How much blind can we be? Somebody will call me, brother. Pray for me, brother. You know, if you pray, your prayers are heard. Because we have closed our minds. We don't want it to be renewed by God's word. We just want to listen to what people say. He's powerful. Go after him. His prayer is answered. When will you say, Holy Spirit, you and I we are praying together tonight? Matthew 18, 19. Pray a simple prayer to the Father, no big scriptures and this and that. Father, in the name of Jesus, I come. Your word says in Matthew 18:19. I'm quoting your word. It says, where two of us agree on anything on earth, the Father in heaven will answer it. Father, today, me and the Holy Spirit are agreeing in one spirit about your petition. I challenge you in Jesus' name, challenge you. If that prayer is not answered, come back to me and say, Vivek, what you said was, you simply said it. Your Holy Spirit in us, but many of us want to go to a preacher outside us who will say, okay, let's dig into his power and let's get his faith. How sad it is, the saddest day of our lives where the Holy Spirit must be grieving and crying and crying and we are saying, no, just be quiet. We will pray with that person. Are we getting this? How many of us? We need to repent. We need to repent. We can't live lives like this as Christians. We can't live these kind of lives. I may be very blunt, but there is someone within us who is crying. And those tears are real. You can't grieve the Holy Spirit. Do whatever you want. Because He's real. he's not a fiction of imagination. There are things, that's why 2 Corinthians 4.18 is so powerful. That scripture gives me goosebumps every time I read that scripture. And without faith, it is impossible to please God. Now, are we all getting, put an amen at least if you have got this scripture for those people who are never brothers uh, talking something. Let that be real to you. Get up out of the grave. Don't live like a dead person. Live alive. Be free in Christ. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. He is called to make the captors free. He is not called for people to come, listen and go, ah, nice, ah, very nice. You are called to be a warrior. You and I will be tested. You are not called to just live ordinary lives. Please remember this. And the spirit of God lives in us. Do not ever go to a preacher and say, please pray for me, brother. Your prayer is answered. You are killing a mocking a spirit of God that is within you. The biggest sin of our lives. Biggest. This is the biggest hypocrisy I would ever say because we don't have faith in God because we don't know that he exists. And the Lord says to all of us tonight and without faith, it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that He exists and rewards. What is the meaning of reward here? What is the reward of going to God? Savio?
2: His blessing and favor is upon our lives.
0: Amen. And and His favor is upon our life. Favor is just God's grace upon us. It's just unmerited. And and reward also means when you go with your prayer petition, what do you expect? The prayer will maybe answer, Lord, let your will be done. Sometimes we pray God let your will be done in our life. Whatever you will is the right thing. But is that faith then, truly? If if God says, I've healed you, is that faith when you say, Father, if you you will, you heal me. There's only once in the Bible where Jesus said, it's a cup of suffering. Let thy will be done. But that was God's will for him anyway to go through that part of life. Nowhere in the Bible, Jesus said, Lord, if it's your will. When he was playing to a Lazarus to wake up on the dead, he says, Father, you have heard me. And you always hear me. He never says, if it's your will, wake up, Lazarus. Okay. In Cana, in Galilee, okay, for all of us, when he says, woman, my time has not yet come. What has this to be with me? What does Mother Mary say to the servants? I'm asking this question to all of you. John chapter 2. And this scripture we must have gone through all our lives. Why did she say, Do whatever he tells you? He's told her clearly, This my time, has not yet come. This is not my hour. He says, The, the, the wine is run short in the wedding. There was one preacher who had preached this once to us and said, the, If the wine runs short in your marriage, that's where the intercession of Mother Mary comes. Just let her know to go to tell her Lord. The wine has run short in my life, in my job, in my workplace, in my health, in my marriage. And when she intercedes and tells the Lord, the wine has run short. You will do what His word tells you. She just says, do whatever He tells you. She moves in faith. He has told her clearly, this has nothing to do with me. It's not my heart. He's clearly said, no, not now. But she has not said, okay, son, you're saying not now, we will do what you, do. now, are we understanding where that faith pattern, Mother Mary is one of the best examples of using faith, are we called to have that same, we pray devotedly, but is that the faith we have, Christ is saying, you know, even in that challenge, in that storm, you are called to be believing that I exist in that storm, and you will come out of it. How many of you agree that whatever your storm of life is, God will take you out of it and make it a blessing in your life. Amen. I hope these prayer partners and Sheshen come Paman Friday are life-changing. I tell you tonight, I'll cry with tears and tell you if you want, that when you make the Holy Spirit your prayer partner, you will see wonders and miracles in your life. And in the little things of life, we'll be thankful I'm telling you, when you get up early morning, you'll say, thank you, Holy Spirit. What a lovely sleep. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I'm feeling sleepy. Can I sleep? And you say, yes, go to sleep. Little things of life you will be thankful for this life. From a time where you say, I wish I was dead long time back, you will say now every day is a beautiful day in Christ. And you'll curse curse those curses in the name of Jesus and rebuke them. Because you know Jesus has kept you alive with a plan and purpose. And let his plan be fulfilled in my life. You will see and be thankful for the little things. You look at the birds and you say, wow, they are chirping. Every day they chirped, you never saw them. Every day you passed a root and saw these lovely flowers your eyes never saw them. The Holy Spirit will make those little things of your life come alive. And you'll be thankful for the little things of life. And that's when gratitude will come. Amen. I hope this is Holy Spirit, thank you. You always take me away from what I'm teaching. But I love you. But yeah, I'm I'm, I'm being so happy. How many of us will make the Holy Spirit a prayer partner? I tell you. Come on, let's put an amen there. It's a quick prayer and let the Holy Spirit be real to all of us. How many of you will make the Holy Spirit a prayer partner? Never, ever, never, ever, ever believe that the preacher has greater power than you or a priest has greater power than you. I know they are anointed, they are doing the word of God. Of God. God bless their ministry. You can't be a call to bless. But when it comes to prayer, there is a prayer partner in you. It's not ordinary power. It's a resurrection power inside you. The power that raised Jesus from the dead is living in you. That's what the word of God says. It means you can command a dead situation come to life and the situation will turn around. This is absolutely God's word. And that's how we are called to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for those who believe and know that you are real and your spirit lives and dwells in them. Let them never ever go back to a preacher or to a powerful person. I agree, Lord, that we pray in in agreement with anybody, maybe a preacher or any person, believing that we are two human beings praying and going to the Father. But Lord, for the ones who have nobody, tonight I pray, Father, that you make your spirit real to them and they become real prayer partners. The Holy Spirit is our prayer partner. He lives in us. For the times we have never allowed him to be our prayer partner and allowed him to cry and grieved him. We repent for this unbelief. We rebuke that spirit of unbelief in, in us. For so the times you made him cry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jesus. Forgive me. Make the presence of the Lord real in my life. And I know this by faith, not just experiencing it, just speaking it and knowing it is real. That is faith. Faith is not experiencing it first and then saying, yes, Lord, you are real. I speak it even if I feel nothing and know that it is real. Amen. And when I pray Matthew 18, Lord, with my prayer partners the Holy Spirit, I only get answered prayer. Because Hebrews 11:6 says, when you go to God, you believe He exists and He will reward those. He will reward. That's what these words say to those who honestly seek Him. So, tonight, Lord, let our eyes be open and let us not cry, somebody pray for me. Somebody is not somebody. There is someone within you who will pray with you and start moving as a warrior. Don't remain a beggar all our life. We are not beggars. If you're coming on a Friday here, get out of begging, get into Thanksgiving, and get into believing and seeing the glory of God in our lives. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Let's continue because there's some more to finish quickly. I hope that has blessed someone. I'm sure God has blessed someone today. James 3:3, 3, 3, the word teaches us the wrong things about our emotions. It ignores our spiritual side. Now, Remy, remember, in, in psychology, we have learned something other than the word of God. Many times, psychologists say, You go to vent out your emotions, allow them to run their course and not to feel bad about our feelings. Let our feelings come out, you know, let the feelings come out, let them come out. And we should be allowing our feelings to flow through us and we should allow them. They coach us not to hold anything in but to instead let our emotions out, they teach us how to simply cope with our emotions instead of mastering them. This is the series of mastering emotions, not just coping with them. They will keep being there. I have to live with the emotions and allow the emotions to run through. me. But rather than, they also simplify and teach us to blame others for how we feel so that we do not have to experience guilt or accept responsibility. So my question here is, if we follow God's word in James 3.3, 3, what does the word say there, you read?
2: Now, if we put bits into the horse's mouths to make them obey us, we guide their whole body as well.
0: Now, a bit of bridle controls a mouse. Do you agree, Savi? Yes. Anyone who has gone on a horse Amen. I you put your. have been on a horse. Yes. You sat on a horse and rode a horse. Yes. Anyone here on the prayer group? only holy. Savio and me. <laughs> Praise God. Uh, can you actually control a, ho- a horse? Yes. If for someone who's uh, you know actually gone, I've done this in uh, you know in Maableshwaras, Savio. Yeah. And you know, it's just tops where the, the you're on the horse. Someone yes. says, you pull on the right, the horse goes left. You pull on the left, the house goes and and, yes. and and it goes so fast. You don't know if you pull it straight, what will happen? Are you getting? Yes. So my point here is, if the horse, you're putting a bridle in the mouth, and on that basis, you pull and the horse obeys. I'm just saying, similar to that way, the bit of bridle controls a horse. The word of God is a spiritual bit that can control our emotions. I tell you, if you are strongly attracted to the wrong things of life, the word of God can be strong in that area. Make your mind so strong. The same mind, erase this hard disk and fill it with the God's hard disk. And that word will speak to you and tell you, no, don't look at that thing. Because we learned today that when you look, desire is conceived. How many of you agree? There's a difference between seeing and looking. Do we agree, all of us? Now, if you pass a jewelry shop, okay, a very costly jewelry shop, and if you see something there, okay, if you see something for the women here, if you see something there, you like it, okay, that's nice. But the moment you look at it, what happens now? What happens? I'm asking you. If you look at that very expensive jewelry, What happens when you look at it? Okay. What happens when you look at it? Yes, it causes desire. Don't you want to buy it now? And wear it? It may take all your money from the bank to buy that thing. Is it something that you need? Is it something you need? But what happens? The devil wants to empty your bank balance. He takes you inside there and you say, I don't care what it is. I'm buying this. Are we understanding how looking creates that intent of desire? And desire gives birth to sin. And sin, when it is fully born, gives us death. Are we understanding this thing? So there's a big difference between seeing and looking. Seeing is everyone sees. Looking needs you to intently look at it, and then the sense is stable. The word of God will tell you, look the other way. Just move on. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. I hope we are being blessed by these teachings. Thank you, Lord. Efficiency. okay. Emotions are powerful forces in the, in the natural, but we do not have to be at their mercy. God intends for us to control our feelings, okay. Now, Just two more scriptures before we close in prayer. Uh, Ephesians 6.12 If anyone was blessed by today's teaching, by even Hebrews 11.6, can you put an Amen? If you're going to pray tonight with the Holy Spirit, I tell you wonderful things will happen to you. Wonderful. Wonderful. Marvelous. Forget the preachers and all the holy people. There's the Holy of Holies inside you. The tabernacle is inside you. The Ark of the Covenant lives and dwells in you. Be the church to somebody. Don't go to church and say, I'm coming to church. I go to the wall. There there has to be a building where I need to pray. You are the church. Christ lives in you. You be the church to somebody. Let people come to you and say, I can see Christ in this person. That's when the Spirit of God is alive. Amen. Yes, can we go? Efficiency explain.
2: For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, contending only with physical opponents, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness
0: in the heavenly, supernatural places. So in the heavenly places, when we are spirit, we are fighting flesh and blood. So all of us look at the physical. Are you understanding? Yes. You know, Savio, if somebody has got into, a, an, into alcohol or into drugs, onto pornography, onto any kind of addiction, I'm asking all of us a question today. Let's see how spiritually mature. Is that the real problem? Question to all of you. You know this needs spiritual maturity this answer if someone is into an addiction is that addiction the actual problem are we understanding this yes so you need to dig deep and find out where the problem lies. It is only coming out through an addiction because you're trying to escape reality. Are we getting it? You're trying to escape something. The only way to escape is, is to drink something so much that you can't think only of that person or that thing. There is somewhere a stronghold an unforgiveness. Many of us as Christians have failed miserably in this area. We don't try to find out the root And try to get the person out of alcohol. What happens after some time? Will the person go back? Yes. Are we getting this? This is spiritual maturity. To know that the person who has got into something, there is something else deep down, some unforgiveness, some person in that person's life, or something that is controlling, or a force that is there. But these are wicked forces called spiritual forces that sit down in that strong place they're called strongholds and they control. And that's why the word of God is, has power to tear down the strongholds. That's what God's word says, 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5. And bring their thoughts into captivity in alignment with God's word. Now, my question here is, if we are struggling with physical forces, it's a different thing. We see and all that, but there is a very powerful spiritual force. How many of you agree? And we are called to be warriors. And that's why we have a prayer group. And that's why people who are part of a prayer group are always blessed. Because there's someone praying for you. That's why I tell you, even if your spouse does not want to join, just make him part of the prayer group, the word of God slowly will be fed in him. Continuously He sees it. Many times he'll delete half the messages. Continuously, he or she, after some point of time, make an agreement prayer with him. Let them see how God answers prayers. And he will say, and he'll or she will say, "Wow, this is working." Same with your children. Put them as part of the group. They will at initially they'll hate you for it. They will criticize you and say the worst things about you. But sooner or later, they may even leave and quit the group hundred times. But sooner or later, they will be part of this forever. Sometimes you know we have to take a lot to save a soul. How many of you agree? We have to do a lot to save one soul. It may be your spouse, your child, maybe your parent. They will torture you and say whatever they want to say to you. You will have to go through. There will be swords poked into you, but you will be smiling. Because you know, you don't want someone to go to hell. You want them to accept Christ as Lord and Savior. Heaven is for everyone. And we are the people called to invite them. Our last scripture for the day is, uh, so remember spiritual forces. That's why we are called to pray as a prayer group. And another thing I want to share one thing with all of you. If I take one stick, all of you answer this. If I take a stick, can I break it? Take a branch from the tree and how to break it? Can I break it? All of you, can you break one branch if I take a branch? Now we are 270 odd on a prayer group. Okay, on the Telegram group, there may be more people joining us all across. And for the ones that you keep inviting, God bless you for gifting this prayer group to others. Can you make 270 people now at one shot? Can the devil do it? Now do you see the power and unity when all pray together? Do you know this? The Holy Rosary is powerful too. I say this openly. Because we are all praying together. There is intercession. And those spiritual forces of wickedness are under control. Because we all pray. Amen. Let's go to Proverbs chapter 13 verse 10 please. Our last scripture for tonight. And before we go there, I want to tell you tonight, the Lord was making it very clear that the Holy Spirit is so real. When you start praying with the Holy Spirit as your prayer partner, you will feel that love, which even your spouse has not given, that agape love. I tell you, you bring Jesus in every situation. Remember, the Holy Spirit makes Jesus Christ come alive in our life. You will thank Jesus from the depths of your heart. And so just remember... And when you have these prayers answered, come back and give the testimony. Let your life not go by without you testifying. If you don't have time, type it on the telegram. Group. Let everybody know about it, that you gave that testimony. Or come on a Friday and boldly proclaim. Thank you, Jesus. Yes.
2: Through pride and presumption come nothing but strife, but skillful and godly wisdom is with those who welcome well-advised counsel. Amen.
0: Many of us, tell me one thing again, okay, this is before we close in prayer, okay, we're having a powerful prayer after this. Uh, do we like correction? No. If I, cur- I correct you, Savio, Savio, you're wrong. Huh? No. You don't know how to do What you will say to me? I'm right. So brother, no, no, brother. <laughs> I love correction, brother. Does anyone like to be corrected? No. <laughs> so we have got to be truthful here, okay. On this trigger, we are come to learn. Okay, no one can. Learn. My point, it's not easy. Pride is within us. The devil does not use any other weapon. Pride is enough to destroy us. Do you agree? Yes. It's that one. That's enough for you. He doesn't need anything else. He just makes you proud. Look, you're so great. That person is no nobody. Pride and presumption come nothing but strife. That's what the word of God says. But the wisdom is with those who welcome counsel and correction. It's not that I like to be correct, but somebody will correct you. It could be your grandchild. It could be your child. It could be someone much lower than you who would tell you something. You should be able to say, yes, I'm sorry. I made a mistake. And learn from it. And that's what God is saying. Because true pride and presumption comes only strife. Any anger we welcome, we have comes from pride and self-centeredness. If we love others more than ourselves, we will not have problems controlling our emotions. Okay, so love comes in very clearly. If you love someone, you say forget it. Just this is not worth talking, waste of time. Let's move on. We begin learning to control our feelings when we decide to rejoice and be at peace, even in negative circumstances. Someone, people are keeping on praising God, thanking God, knowing that God's grace is upon our lives. How many of you agree that if we are happy and you know that this situation is not worth talking? Sometimes you are arguing about things that are not even important to discuss. How many of you agree? The argument is somewhat about somebody else who is not even in your house and you are arguing and people are fighting with each other and the topic has gone from here to there and you are like, where to where? And someone has the counsel of the Holy Spirit says, This is not important. Let's move on. And someone like that is needed. And that's what this word is telling you. That many of us have to catch ourselves are we in that pride situation, trying to prove ourselves that my point is correct than your point? Sometimes it's okay to fail, sometimes. It's better to lose the battle at times and win the war. Do you agree, sir? Because the war can be a big war and it can lead to destroyed relationships. Many times, all okay, I lost it. No worries. But at least I won. won the main thing. Being one with my family. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hope this has blessed you. We're doing a powerful confession tonight called the blood confession. Okay? And we're declaring the blood of Jesus over our life. There can't be something more greater than this. It's an atom bomb in the realm of the spirit, we declare the blood of Jesus over our lives. So, I will repeat after me in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I plead the blood of Jesus. I plead the
2: blood of Jesus and the covenant and the covenant
0: that it ratifies over me,
2: that it ratifies over me, my family. My family, my health, my health, my job, my job, my finances, my finances, my business, my business,
0: my prayer life,
2: my prayer life, all of my property, all of my property,
0: and all of my life, and all of my life. And everything that touches me.
2: And everything that touches me. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I plead the blood for protection. I plead the blood for protection.
0: Over all of my family.
2: Over all of my family.
0: Against every evil spirit.
2: Against every evil spirit.
0: Every evil person,
2: every evil person,
0: every evil thing,
2: every evil thing, and every evil
0: plan of the devil,
2: and every evil plan of the devil.
0: The blood of Jesus is a powerful thing.
2: The blood of Jesus is a powerful thing.
0: I call to bear this moment.
2: I call to bear this moment.
0: Every word of the covenant,
2: every word of the covenant
0: that Jesus blood
2: ratified, that Jesus blood ratified. I bring the whole covenant of God. I bring the whole covenant of God into place. Into place in this moment of time. In this
0: moment of time satan satan i know you are absolutely afraid of the blood of jesus
2: i know you are absolutely afraid of the blood of jesus i bind you satan i bind you satan
0: according to the word of the living god
2: according to the word of the living god
0: it is written to cast you out it is written to cast you out it is written whatever i bind on earth is bound in heaven
2: it is written whatever i bind on earth is bound in heaven it is written to give you no place it is written to give you no place it is written to put you
0: under my feet
2: it is written to put you under my feet
0: it is written greater is he that is in me
2: it is written Greater is he that is in me
0: than he that is in the world.
2: Than he that is in the world. It is written. It is written.
0: Whosoever believe Jesus is the Christ.
2: Whosoever believe that Jesus is the Christ. Is born of God. Is born of God.
0: And whatsoever born of God.
2: And whatsoever born of God
0: overcomes the world. Overcomes the world. This is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith.
2: This is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith.
0: Whoever is born of God,
2: whoever is born of God, sin it not. Sin it not. And the wicked one, and the wicked one, Touches him not.
0: Touches him not. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I plead the blood for protection.
2: I plead the blood of protection.
0: For protection.
2: For protection.
0: Over all of my family.
2: Over all of my family.
0: And the Holy Spirit Brisbane prayer group. And their families.
2: And the Holy Spirit... Brisbane prayer group and their families
0: against every evil spirit
2: against every evil spirit
0: every evil person every evil person every evil thing every evil thing and every evil plan of the evil one
2: and every evil plan of the evil
0: one I make this prayer
2: I make this prayer
0: in the mighty name of Jesus Jesus
2: in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen.
0: You can declare this prayer over your life and continue declaring it. Mean, Jane will write that prayer and send it across. Declare it over your business, over all areas of your life. I hope this teaching has really blessed you. If You really have got that faith. Never be a beggar. Never go to a holy person or a preacher. Remember the one within us is more powerful than the one in the world. I hope you are been blessed by this teaching. If you are we just want to thank you. We want you to be praying with the Holy Spirit, having him as a partner and having this wonderful encounter with the Lord. Amen. God bless all of you. Thank you, Savio. Thank you, everyone. And
1: Thank you, brother.
0: Thank you.